Oh, my computer froze for a while. What fun to start on the Friday other side. Uh, let me get us on the screen, too. We got people joining us already. Anthony, what's up, man? I'm Dan Borowski, hanging out on the couch, finally at the end of the week. A very, very long week for both of us, man. How are you doing today? Yeah, yeah I'm great. I'm great. Happy we're finally Friday. Uh, yeah, screw the flu. Everybody go get their flu shots because it was not yeah. a fun week at WPHC. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, everyone's been sick. Uh, everyone's ready to hunker down, I guess, this weekend as well with the snowstorm of the century. After All right, John yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. You think there's going to be a snowstorm? I mean, there will be snow. I think we're overblowing it just because we haven't really seen snow lately. So, yeah. yeah. Is there ever going to snow again? Climate change? <laughs> is, is it real? <laughs> it's over. It's over. It will never <laughs> snow again. Uh, so welcome into the other side. I'm Dan Borowski, producer of the Dom Giordano program, Anthony Dorenzo, the whole spiel, Dawn Stenzel program, Kale and Company, uh, everything this week, it seems. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're wearing a lot of hats this week, so thank you for what you did for the station. I appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. Anytime. Um, it's been a heck of a heck of a week with Dom being sick, uh, Greg being sick. So everybody feel better. Uh, Dom's on the mend. I think Greg's also on the mend, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Back back and rolling soon uh what we do here is we take you on the other side of the glass uh, anthony me we're both producers and we give you the other side being the other's perspectives as perspectives as well uh talking a lot about politics entertainment uh, anything you want to talk about uh chris forsyth says saw two uh, in the <laughs> chat. so i guess we're talking about saw two tonight that's inside. Uh, it's an inside joke. We always do the mystery movie clip. So, uh, uh, yeah. I was, I was very yeah. confused. I was like, that's a bit outdated, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it yeah, come yeah. Out? Like, do you want to tell the end? Do you want to bring us inside the joke or no? Uh, we, we would, uh, Dan Daniel, our old producer, he always loved the Saw movies. So, he was always talking about doing Saw for our mystery movie clip. And the chat just, they, they all, they get over. What's another one they always bring up? Uh, the never ending story. They always think I'm going to do that movie as well. So, I don't know. The Why chat, not? the have you ever done Saw 2? Are you going to throw it in at it? No, we have. We've done the Saw okay. movies. It's the never-ending story. I still think I don't have, I don't think I've ever done it. So that I should do that one at one point. It's a good movie. There's a lot of great quotes to pull from, too. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy asked, uh, who sat in for Mike this week? It was, uh, or who sat in for Dom this week? It was Mike. Michael Pelka. Yeah, Michael Pelka, yeah. One of the freaking awesomest people in this industry. Really fun guy to work with. Uh, yeah, Pelka. Opelka's always ready to crack a joke. So we got a ton to get into. We got a Epstein breaking, which is going to be a, you know a lot of fun to follow as this develops. A, a model jumping out of a window, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, the New York Post is reporting top model who jumped to her death uh, from her Wall Street apartment building. She was on Epstein's jet, as court documents show. Uh, this came out this morning when we were live on Kalen Company, and her name is Roslana Kors. Korshanova. I, I, oh, she's job. Russian. Oh. She's yeah, Russian. Ru- Russian studies horse really coming to a... Uh... <laughs> Her trip to Epstein's Island was weeks before the money man was arrested in 2006 and later convicted of sex with underage girls. Uh, he was listed as being with her on the flight along with three of his staffers, body gore, Ion Zonviv, and personal chef and also longtime assistant Sarah Kellen. So they so all vouch he- for this. So is the idea that she was a girl that was regrettably victimized? I mean, she was 18 years old, and it seems like, obviously, if she was 18, she was probably courted before she was 18. So, yeah, 
you know, this is another something that people knew, but it just continues to peel back this onion and show. I mean, it, it led her, her boyfriend said, quote, in this article, she said she had issues that she could not put away. And uh, it led to her taking her own life. So That's it's tragic. I mean, I will say I am very, very happy that first of all, we are actually getting some documents. And second of all, that this is actually top news nationwide. And people are very concerned about it. Don't care. So, it's great. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. As a lover of conspiracy theories, it's nice to see that so many people. I mean, are, this well, isn't a conspiracy. This is well, this it started happened. as a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the true. elites trafficking children to islands and it's it's true now. It's freaking nuts. And yeah. So so say we, we have those pictures of Clinton, Bill Clinton, but he's not in the presidential, you know, discussions right now. One Donald Trump is. Uh if it comes out that Trump I, I asked Don this question. I want to see if you have a different perspective. If it comes out that Trump is indeed involved in this, does that just completely burn his campaign? I definitely think so, because he's all anti-establishment. And then if you're involved in that, I mean, if you're around it, I get it. He's a guy with money, and it seems like Epstein targeted every guy with money. So I'm not going to fault him for that. It's the same. I mean, RFK has admitted to being on his planes. He hasn't admitted to being on the island. But, you know, I think there's very much a time frame here post-2006. Well, yeah, but if you were there post-2006 after it was legitimately a real known thing that he was involved I, I in something RFK like this said too that he was like I, I i flew with my family for charity events yeah so he, yeah he came out and said something similar right yeah um, and he said he said he wants all the again. truth i'm not doing impressions that was a terrible impression when you heard yeah. my voice. <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> so that's fine but he, he was saying his uh his best the best thing to solve this like the best answer to conspiracy is transparency that was his quote. And that, I, I think that's the best thing, especially with this topic. Like, if you want people to stop accusing celebrities that didn't do it or weren't involved, give us the information. Why do you think people go crazy over this stuff? It's because we're told to to think things and, and you don't give us any evidence whatsoever. So, yeah, yeah. So it, it's crazy, man. Like, I, I, I think it's just going to drive it right. Like, you, you talk about the establishment, too, with Trump and... and if RFK gets ahead of it, like you're saying here, and he says, you just got to be transparent, does that put it back on Trump as now Trump's further part of the establishment? And does he lose all those like Bernie bros, the moderates that are kind of open to switching as long as someone appears to be anti-establishment? And RFK is definitely left-leaning, but he's that anti-establishment candidate. I mean, Trump, to me, it's hard for myself to think he really is anti-establishment, quote-unquote. Especially if these rumors of him, I think picking, he is. I mean, to you, you, you wouldn't have those in Washington fighting so hard against him if he wasn't anti-establishment. Yeah, I, I think to a point, but I also think he's more a part of that system than he thinks. And if he's really considering someone like Nikki Haley as his vice president, then yeah, I don't think he's necessarily yeah, anti-establishment anymore. Yeah, like, like you don't put a neocon as your VP that wants to go to exactly. war. You're the America First type candidate. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we'll get, maybe we'll get back into Epstein, but I want to get to, uh, can, can we get to the Miami situation? <laughs> I know you well, want to check the yes, chat first before we get to the Miami situation. I'll, I'll tease a little bit. Uh, Jimmy writes, word is going around that, uh, Dom had a disagreement with Dom today about voting age. I think he means Dom and Dan. You were kind of uh, yeah. in the background too, that Dom wanted to raise the voting age 
to 20. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I don't want to raise the voting age. It's ridiculous. I think if we're going to be about freedom, we have to just stay about freedom. Like most people, whether you're going to the military or whatever you're doing, I think everyone, if you want to be involved at 18, you should be able to, no matter who you vote for. I mean, from a winning standpoint, <laughs> I think it would benefit conservatives to make the vote, you know, older. No, but so. you know what? That's here we go with that. I don't agree with that either. You know why they say that? Because they're terrible at messaging and they have no idea how to reach young people. So they say, oh, well, we should ban them from voting. Like, no, no, make these kids like have a better strategy. Like them, ban them. Get them out. Have a better strategy. I don't yeah. think it's that hard. It really isn't that hard, but they just sit there. We, we said this before. They just act like everyone in their party is 50 and up and they can't keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I made that point last week when we were talking to uh, student loans. Was it with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, that was uh, when we were filling in. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, because we have the clip. Yeah, so it was the last time on other side. Man, it's been a long freaking week. Sorry, I didn't. I was going to ask if that was with Mike or Dom because I can't remember what I talked about with who. But no, that's from last time. And yeah, it's it's <laughs> you, you can't drive away the younger vote and the the way that they're messaging student loans right now, man. It's it's just driving away young people. It's yeah. I I understand that you know we're not going to forgive loans. I'm completely with you, but you can't say those people are morons for being hoodwinked in these loans. They're young. They're young people yeah. with parents who many times encouraged them to indeed take those loans. Uh, well, it, yeah, they led us down this path. So uh, I'm not going to read this one out loud, just in case we put the podcast out there and it's on the Odyssey <laughs> platforms and all. But Jesus. read uh, read Chris's comment there. Grow up, Chris. Come on, come on. <laughs> I, I gave you wrestling. I gave you wrestling tickets today. Come on, what are we doing with that? Yeah, ma- major league wrestling. Is that what it is? Yeah, he wants some major league wrestling tickets. Some MLW, yeah. hell yeah. It'll be tomorrow in South Philly at twenty three hundred. Uh, hold on, let me uh, pull this out real quick. Uh, got my flaming skull belt here. My WWE glory <laughs> oh, belt. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I might want to go to MLW myself. You want to head over to that? That might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, Jimmy says I'm president stood up to Dom. Well, welcome to the Dom show. I mean, it's an open discussion all the time, and Dom's very happy to take different opinions and roll with him. Absolutely, yeah, very, very nice to work with the guy. Oftentimes, you've gotten into it with Dom over topics as well. Anthony. Oh yeah, Danny You're not Green, even producer. You just hang around afterwards, and there's something that intrigues you. You're like, <laughs> I gotta get on there. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, Miami. Let's see if this works because my uh, my my screen has been or my computer has been really crappy tonight. So first up, let's get this. Uh, Miami Mall, New Year's Day, I think this is. Huge police response, right? Look at all this. It's. Uh, I mean, it yeah. looks like their whole force once you see all of it. Like it, it zooms out, and allegedly there's black helicopters flying around. It looks like a, it looks like a scene out of Stranger Things. I gotta say, like all these yeah. cop cars are, are some kind of sci-fi. There's nothing in Stranger Things that's like this, but like a sci-fi film, like all the way down the line. And the reports were when this first came out when the cops came out that there was a group of unruly teenagers fighting with sticks i guess was the thing and you said that you read the teenagers were lighting off fireworks right i did see videos of that there were videos of teenagers inside the mall lighting off fireworks fighting there are multiple fights so i mean it doesn't seem like that's necessarily a lie but i also agree with you and can see how there's a uh, lot of police to respond to that kind of situation yeah yeah absolutely so reports started developing on social media that this police response was not due to a group of unruly teens, but in response to a, I think it was a 10 to 15 foot creature that was at the mall. 
maybe an alien i i i, I, don't I know. the video to me doesn't convince me the way it like convinces you a little it bit it doesn't convince me i just i, I like the discussion <laughs> i like I liked wondering so let me play the video that we're talking about yeah. there's another video here it's, i think it's part of that video but someone just zoomed in on it and uh you see the police kind of surrounding this uh sorry bringing up my screen again it, this is like the front of the mall here and we're pointing right here you see this little white figure here anthony yeah take a watch there's like a police spotlight on it kind of you can almost see that like lightly and you can kind of see it's like a figure walking or is that just like smoke being yeah that's that's what i i mean i almost feel like that could even be like if there was smoke and people are walking through maybe that you know what i mean and it's just hard to see okay so it's like smoke dissipating and that's kind of where you get the pattern from i mean that you would think I guess it's far away, but I was saying you would think you'd be able to see that more clearly with but the like camera. The thing that would warrant a response of an entire police force would be if there is an extraterrestrial being at a mall, right? Well, is this a coincidence that this happens the same week <laughs> as the Epstein documents come oh, out? Oh, are you saying this is dun, another... Dun, dun. Oh, man. Are they trying to stir up the conspiracy theorists and distract them the same Am way? I, that you know what? Am I being hoodwinked right now? Is this... Am I yeah. being distracted from Epstein by this alien thing? Because I'm looking way too far Maybe. into this. Like, Maybe. like, what's going on here? That's where my mind went, kind of, right away. At least from a conspiracy standpoint. Like, why Maybe. would... The, the only other thing I could think of is maybe there's a new mayor similar to here in Philadelphia. They wanted to show this. this would not be okay. So I'm going to yeah. send out the entire damn police force to show that, you know, you can't be acting a fool in public like you were previously. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I have no idea this political situation down there, but... It's interesting. It's interesting. You think there's aliens out there, Anthony? I do think aliens are real. Yeah. So I I don't know if they're in Miami. (laughs) Or there are aliens, but just uh, ones that we've seen before. There's Florida men down there. (laughs) Chris is wild today. Am I finally going to get the clap? (laughs) Talking about aliens, it's kind of where I'm thinking he's talking about. (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. Because if you don't know Chris, he's a Star Wars cosplayer. He's very big into sci-fi and stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's just hoping for a world with aliens. So he can live <laughs> his, his fictional dreams. Hey, speaking of fiction and entertainment, dude, Jack Reacher. Uh, Maisie and I checked it out. Completely overrated. Terrible show. Absolutely terrible show. I uh, turned on the first episode and just wasn't intrigued. I thought maybe I just didn't give it a chance. But from what you're saying, it seems like maybe I made the right decision. It's not good. So if you don't know what Reacher is, it's the story of Jack Reacher, a uh, guy, a vagrant that just travels the country. He's homeless, essentially, but he's a military hero. um, And he just goes town to town solving crimes. There's like 44 or 22, I think, 22 books, uh, young adult fiction novels based on this guy. Uh, Tom Cruise played him in a movie. And it's become now the most popular series being streamed right now through the holiday season. Uh, season two's active right now. But season one, man, I cannot tell you. I The acting was horrific. I had to look up if there was something wrong with the main actor. I, I'm not even kidding. Like if there was supposed to be something wrong in the script because his acting was just so off base, it seemed like there was. Uh, there are times. Can you shoot a handgun from underwater? I don't know if that's possible, but it doesn't seem very realistic. But there's moments like that where it just took you out of the moment. I, I'm sorry if you're a fan of Reacher. Uh, 
completely overrated. It's like eight eight out of ten on IMDb, and it's ranked really high. And people, when it first came out, were comparing it to like Breaking Bad and some of the great other television shows. Yeah, not on that level. It's terrible. Uh, you watching anything good? I have been getting into the the lately. It's been hard for me to like watch as much as I want to, but I I tried to watch the um, Saltburn movie. Have you heard of that? It's on no. Amazon now. It is just it's a Paramount movie. Uh, one of the guys from Euphoria is in it, and actually, oh no, new, I did see. Okay, yeah, go ahead. The new Joker's in it. Um, really weird and like i think it tries hard to be edgy it almost seems like their attempt at some sort of a24 movie reminds me of like midsummer uh if you've heard of that or watched that before uh kind of it's different than that and there's there's so for some reason i thought it was something that took place you know in in olden times but it's something that's like mid 2000s oxford i'm reading yeah yeah so synopsis in mid 2000 scholarship student oliver quick attends the university of oh my god now i'm getting how am i getting the sound now what's going on that wasn't working all, all day all right let's get that out of here sorry uh scholarship student oliver quick attends the university of oxford struggling to fit in due to an inexperience with upper class manners he befriends felix ken an affluent popular student who is empathetic to oliver's stories of his parents substance abuse and mental health issues when oliver becomes distraught over his father's sudden death Felix comforts him and invites him to spend the summer at his family's estate, Saltburn. Huh. Yeah, and then he gets to the place and some weird stuff happens. That classic okay. case. Um, and also, if I'm being completely transparent, I've been uh, watching... comment uh, down there about Reacher. Sorry. Uh, season one, not too bad. Blonde cop is hot. Great shower <laughs> scene. Uh, couldn't disagree there. <laughs> and uh season two is crap i've heard but season one was crap too like i i can't imagine it can get much worse loose ends not being tied up there's a, all right mm-hmm. let me just describe i'm sorry i, I want to hear what your guilty pleasure is here in a second because i got one mm-hmm. for you too but in reacher there's a character an fbi agent turns out uh, spoiler alert this guy's a bad guy he gets shot in the second to the last episode and he rolls down a hill and this is like miles upon miles away from where the finale scene happens, where the finale shootout, a big shootout, it's an action show. And all of a sudden, because one of the protagonists needs an antagonist to face off against in the finale, he just randomly shows up on foot uh, to face off against this guy. He doesn't tell his partners, doesn't give him a ring that he's still alive and that they're on their way to attack the final. It's... Sorry, I, if you watch it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's horrible that this FBI agent just shows up randomly out of nowhere. Uh, but all right, go ahead. Give me your guilty pleasure. I Not that I chose to watch this, but I have been uh, guilty by association watching uh, Vanderpump Rules with my girlfriend <laughs> lately. <laughs> have you ever watched that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Not as Absolutely much as the last though. Like, Maisie likes Vanderpump, but we're not really in that realm yet. But we're kind of just uh, still in the Real Housewives, Lisa, before yep. she went off and spun off into her own thing kind of world. Yeah, no, I get that. I, but I know so much about this. Yeah, you know, it's like you're Andy, the guy that runs it. <laughs> yeah, right when you said Vanderpump Rules, I can't tell if it's my rant about Reacher or if it was Vanderpump Rules, but our viewers dropped by like half. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because that, yeah. Might yeah. be my rant. Might be my rant. All right, yeah. go ahead. No, but I mean, it's just funny because one of the guys actually in that show is related to the DJ boyfriend. I don't know any of their names, but the DJ boyfriend is related to to uh, George Michael, apparently. 
he talks about it in the one episode. Oh, so all these, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a legacy for him to have with that guy. On the yeah, there's show. someone in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that's like really famous and it's pretty yeah. cool. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have connections. So, yeah, God, Makes why sense. can't I think of the guy's name? He's a songwriter, an amazing songwriter, whatever. Some might be able to fill it in in chat. Um, Soggy writes, he's a dude who played Aquaman on WB. Yeah, he's a veteran. Military stuff is not believable. Hey, Soggy, do me a favor because you're the only one that cares about this, I think. Um, go look up on YouTube, American Idol Aquaman, or Aquaman Idol is the name of the video. Uh, season three of, the season two or season three? I think it was season three of American Idol. Uh, the, the the actor who plays Reacher and Aquaman on WB tried out for American Idol and actually wooed uh, Paula Abdul. And it's a pretty funny scene, but you might remember it if you watched American Idol back then. But he's been around for a while, a male model, actor, and he still sucks. I, I don't know how you're in the industry <laughs> for 20 years and you're still a freaking horrible actor. Um, yeah, Guilty Pleasure along those lines, uh, Real Housewives, I still have to watch that because... Maisie, uh, you know, when I give her the time, give her the remote, that's the usual destination. Um, Hell's Kitchen, we just got into. New season. I love Hell's Kitchen. Are you, are you watching Hell's Kitchen right now? I didn't watch the new season. I need to start. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to compare it to the other seasons. Since this is legitimately the first season I've ever watched of Hell's Kitchen. I'm but sure it's, it's similar. They, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm ready for it, though. I didn't realize there was a new season until you mentioned it like last week. Yeah, it was on a three week break for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just had the Black Jacket episode. I think you know what that means. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's now down to, uh, well, it's supposed to be five. But again, spoiler alert, there's uh, six. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but great stuff, man. Gordon Ramsay is the man. Uh, you if you a- like food at all or if you've ever worked in a restaurant, it's just so fun to watch. And like, especially there's been so many times these people act like idiots and they deserve to get screamed at. And is he like embellishing? I'm sure to a point, but well, he's, he's allegedly much calmer now than he used to be. Like the earlier seasons yeah. of Hell's Kitchen, he laid into people much more. Oh dude. Yeah. Like yeah. there's one dude <laughs> named Jason on this season. That's horrible. Like he treats everyone like complete crap uh, and deserves just to be laid into. And Gordon kind of let him off easy. So yeah. Yeah. Kind of disappointing. I got to meet the great man a couple of times. Gordon, uh, much taller than you'd expect. And, uh, yeah, he has a couple of restaurants in Atlantic City. So, was, oh, that's uh, awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, ooh, Greg says if we want to go to MLW, you can get us tickets. Huh. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe do that. Let's go. Yeah, it's at tomorrow seven. Yeah, I'll be walking there in the snow. Good old ECW Arena, twenty three hundred Arena now. So mm-hmm. I should probably plug it correctly. Okay, what does this even mean, Soggy? Seven watching, five likes. Come on, you two. You know who you are. <laughs> He's saying we know nobody will watch us. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're freaking producers. Like, who, Who's going to want to watch us? I don't know. We people. Chris and Jimmy join us. We do this for Chris and Jimmy only. Thanks, Chris and Jimmy, for <laughs> joining us every week. I do appreciate it. Um, all right, let's get back to uh, some more serious topics, I guess. Sherelle Parker, inauguration. Mm-hmm. Uh, inaugural speech, I guess is what you call it. Uh, talked about Kensington, talked about public safety, stayed true to her word that she's had in the campaign trail, but focused a lot on community policing uh, in her statements about public safety. Uh, but she stressed cleaning up Kensington and, uh, you know, not wanting to have open air drug markets in Philadelphia. And I don't know, Anthony, can it be done? No, I think it can be done. They already were, were cleaning up the park. It's, 
there's definitely roadblocks. And I know you and Dom were talking earlier about the Inquirer articles saying how, you know, almost impossible it will be and how difficult the issues are to face, which I'm not disputing. But the fact that she's already cleaning up the park, how many days in, they're trying to go down there, they're trying to figure out ways to approach this. I mean, that's, that is absolutely where we need to start. And I, I do think the community absolutely will try to help and try to find their own way to contribute in this kind of, everyone wants us to be better. And I think even a lot of the, the addicts do, even it's a hard thing to figure out, but if you could get ones that are willing to go to rehab and, and willing to want help and willing to help, you know, just embrace that community and, and figure out things together. I think it's, uh, it's not impossible if we just try to keep doing it because before we just ignored it. Did Mayor Kenny ever really talk about it once? Yeah. Like, I can't really remember. Did you really talk about anything negative ever? Yeah. yeah. What a joke of a mayor. I mean, how long has this been an issue? Probably since he's been in office. Oh, what, Kensington? Even yeah, I, well, that? was it this bad under... Was it like oh, this under... New York Times, Walmart of heroin. So it really started becoming a national issue October 10th, 2018. So I think Kenny was in office then, right? Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying that this wasn't like, it wasn't to this point when Mayor Nutter was in office, right? It was bad. I mean, I worked as a uh, intern for a, I was a social work intern working in, like, I, I guess like you would say Northern and Philly general area, but a lot of time was spent in Kensington under the tracks. And I remember even then this was, uh, 2009, 2010. So 15 years ago about it was, it was bad. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the drug bad though. It wasn't zombies wandering around. It was Mm -hmm. just unsafe. Yeah. Well, I say just unsafe, you know, but it's been a steady decline and you're right. I mean, under Kenny, it's just been progressively worse and worse. And I, every single other side i gotta say the phrase i blame krasner uh because as incompetent as kenny was i don't think he was uh actively ruining the city mm-hmm. as krasner has so i really hope that there's a scene in the wire i don't know how far you are now but mayor tommy carsetti uh, he gets into the mayor's office and the former mayor on his way out says you know you're excited now but once you start getting shoveled piles of s um it's you're you're gonna get sick of eating shit well i just mm-hmm. whatever um so i really hope that krasner doesn't start sending her those bowls of crap and she gets sick of eating and just yeah. gives up because i really think that's what eventually inevitably happened with kenny is that he just gave up on the city because Krasner was going to do what Krasner wanted to do. And when I don't know, I just think Kenny kind of much, much power to do with much or anything. Yeah. I just think Kenny almost waved the white flag even before that was a whole problem. And that's an even deeper issue. I'm not saying that Krasner didn't make it worse. He, he definitely did, but Kenny, the, the fact that a mayor couldn't fight back and now, if Sherelle's serious about all of her statements, they are going to have to go at, like Bethel and Sherelle will have to take on Krasner over and over again if we're going to fix this. Uh, how fast do you think it gets messy? Or do you think um, it just stays calm? The, because right now they're trying to coexist. 
try she's treating him like she's throwing veiled shots at him in her opening speech she says you know uh, $500 specifically because that's what he had in his memo uh but how <laughs> yeah what do you think it's tough because i know she wants to kind of keep that moral and and i you know respectful type of relationship with him but when he just ignores you and dismisses you and doesn't necessarily acknowledge what your vision is for the city, I think you do have to kind of go at him a little bit. It, you know, look at what just happened. The SEPTA issues. There was a 77-year-old man home invaded. Uh, there, there's just something every single day, just people shot in, in Overbrook. Yes, yeah, so like this was all just yesterday. And there's stuff constantly oh, going on. Yesterday, I mean, the freaking video that came out was disturbing as all hell. Yeah, and I mean, could you imagine that? And they're talking that same day they put out a video that they're cleaning parts of SEPTA and that it's safe. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. I, I trust me. I'm all for they, public they had transit. They the crap out of that. No. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Put the two things together because, like, how are you going to talk about cleaning up SEPTA when something like this is happening? It's- exactly. I mean, trust me. I'm all about public transportation, but this is exactly why people don't take it. It's horrifying. Is absolutely horrifying sometimes. I guess we better do the job of radio people and contextualize what we're talking about. Uh, there was a video that came out, TMZ even picked it up, of a fight that broke out on a platform of SEPTA. Uh, one individual is bigger than the other guy and kind of like over him. And I, I think I hear, I don't know. It sounds It's on like, Philly Crime Update. At Philly, they were the first to post it at Philly Crime Update. Our yeah, at Philly Crime Update. And do you see him get into fisticuffs and one guy uh, kind of shoving each other a little bit and they fall to the ground both together right it's not like a punch knockout they're both falling to the ground and the guy one guy kicks the other falls under the tracks as a train's coming and you just see the train roll over where it was almost like they were struggling together and the other man who was not hit by the train is charged with involuntary manslaughter at this point um, which I actually think is kind of fair just because it, it doesn't seem like he tried to totally shove him in front of the train. But that's exactly, again, this is another thing. Well, you can't be stupid and you have to be aware of your surroundings and stuff like this constantly will happen if we're not smart. And you can't be messing around like that near the train. And there are reports, I don't know if this is true, that uh, one of the men down and in, involved in that lives at the train, stole money, uh, yeah, here's here's the video. So uh, supposedly people are reporting that the guy against the wall stole something. So the other man is trying to get it back. They struggle together. And is this edited? Back and is forth. This censored this no, time? yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. So I'm going to yeah. stop it right so there. And then you see that happen. And then the video goes around and shows the wreckage of what happens under the train. But freaking Philly, man. What the hell? Why yeah, I mean, you could you could hear families screaming. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. It really is, it really is. I, I hope stuff gets better real soon. I think it will. You know, with Sherelle, I do. I, I I have a lot of hope. Like it can't it can't be this bad much longer. And hopefully, a new president too, and not enabling of this progressive bullcrap we're seeing nationwide. Yeah. Uh, Chris says K and A is an S show, and now right down the street, Braun Snyder is turning into Little Kenzo. You've noticed that at all? You go to South Philly at all? Uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm down there. Uh, it it has its moments, it has its issues, but 
I do think generally South Philly is it's still a, a good place to be in the city. Oh yeah, yeah. We were looking to buy there when we were buying out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soggy writes, I'm saying there's two people watching who haven't hit the like button. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. He wasn't insulting. <laughs> he, was, he was insulting our other viewers who haven't watched. So yeah, go hit the like button. Go subscribe. Do us a big favor there. Um, all right. Uh, birds, you hear Joe Gillio today? Oh, no. What did he say? Oh, my God, man. Ugh. He goes, we should sit them in this coming week to rest them for the playoffs and was like going hard on saying that the Sirianni should sit the players that that would give us a better shot to who do we got possibly the bucks right now yeah yeah like no where you you look like you're pondering that this might be a good idea to sit the players I don't think it's a good idea to sit the players not at all not at all not at all not at all no, right. I'm not going to accept that. I I don't agree with that. It's got to be one of those things where, like, before pre-show meeting, I'm going to take this stance on this issue, and I'm going to be relentless about it now. No, exactly. Exactly. Because, like, how do you stand? No. Week 18. God, it's weird to say week 18. You got to go play for the playoffs, man. You got you to keep it going. You got to keep that momentum going. Um, all right. I got to get out of here, I think. No? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I do. I'm looking at it here. Um, All right. So maybe we see each other tomorrow. But uh, have a good weekend. It's Friday. It doesn't feel like Friday. Does it feel like Friday to you? No, it's just been such a long week. I'm ready for for a snowy weekend if it is, actually, because I'm cool with just chilling. So I'm going to show you something real quick. This right here. I'm about to lay my ass right there and fall asleep for the next couple hours. You know, I'll cuddle with the bell too. <laughs> I cannot wait to do that. Um, but Anthony, it was fun. Happy New Year. We haven't said Happy that New yet. Year. Yeah. Did we, it's too yeah. late. Larry David would yell at us, but right. Is it too late for like ha- at, during the conversation to say, or too late in the year to say? Then people say, yeah, it's like what is it? The third is the last day. He says that's his rule. Okay. Yeah. How long after conversation? All right. How? Let me ask you this. How long after knowing somebody? Are you allowed to ask what their name is? Oh, I see. You've definitely had that instance like I've had where I've had it multiple like times. Like a coworker yeah. that you've talked to, had conversations with, you have absolutely no freaking idea what their name is. I try to find every which way to, to figure out what their name is before going to that point and saying, hey, what's your name again? Because I'm not. Or you wait around and you hear what else someone to like wait for wing, someone wing, else wing to say their the name. Corner. Yeah, wait for someone else to say their name. I did that. I did that the other day at work. <laughs> so I, there's this really nice lady that I see every day, and you know we have this great conversation. But I have no idea what her name is. <laughs> so, and it wasn't said in the conversation either. So I've still yet to know. Uh, maybe I'll ask. You, I'll point her out to you because you probably know what I'm talking about. Right, if I if I point her out. Um, shout out to Delaware. It's the soggy donuts. Yeah, no taxes. It's freaking awesome. Very jealous. And uh, Chris says South Philly septa is effed. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's, that, it's, it's like that everywhere. <laughs> it's not just South Philly septa; it's all yeah. of septa. All right, uh, see you Monday. Uh, see everybody else Monday. Dining with Dom uh, from noon until no, we do the whole show now from noon until three uh, here on YouTube. Uh, you can catch Don Stensland, Kalen Company here on YouTube as well, and see Anthony is there as well. Uh, and any final thoughts before we sign off? 
Uh, no, no. Hopefully uh, the Eagles don't sit everyone out, and hopefully they have a convincing win going into the Do you the think playoffs. there's an actual chance they do? No, there's no way. What? Let's just have a good game? No, 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 no. Sit them. Not, not oh, have a good game. oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, see you later, everybody. Please like and subscribe, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. And we'll see you on twelve ten WPHD. Adios. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend and happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's not too late, Larry David. <laughs>